0: Sing About It, that's from the new album, In Our Voices, by Maura Smiley. And Maura is on the line. Hi, Maura. Hi. Thank you for joining us here at WLRN. Where are you?
1: I'm, I'm calling in from Vermont.
0: <laughs> that's your home? That's where you're from?
1: That is. That's where I'm from originally, and I, I spent a lot of time in California, um, most of my adult life until this point, but I, I moved to Vermont, back to Vermont.
0: What brought you to California?
1: Mm, music, really, yeah, M- making music. I was first in the Bay Area, and then I moved down to L.A., and um, started you know, having most of my work kind of come out of there, so that's, that, was, that was California, and I'm, I do miss California, Why'd you, then, why did
0: you move back home?
1: Well, I moved back home because it's, it was clear to me that I wanted to get to know my mom more and be around family. Um, yeah, it just became important.
0: I started off the uh, interview with Sing About It from your new album, In Our Voices. Why did you write Sing About It?
1: Sing About It was a response to the shootings in, uh, at the AIM Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and it was a recording. I was at the time in Bloomington, Indiana, and I was between tours. It was a time when I was on tour all the time, and I was working on, on an album, and the And the, the sound that came out of me was this kind of wail, I remember, and I, um, but there was some music in it, too, and so I just recorded it. I just recorded that wail. Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh, that kind of relationship—that's like crying to singing.
0: It was a real emotional response you had to that shooting.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a real, real guttural kind of uh, a real cry for more information, for for resilience, for the way to deal with this, for for answers, uh, for my own ability to act. That all kind of came through in that in just that first element that sort of g- that goes through the whole song so that was sort of the basis of the whole thing and then the the words came from that a- afterwards um, it's so sad that we don't understand each other and and this again this was um, this, this applies to relationships between black and white people, people of any sort of group that others, the other group, and especially if, as a white person, a person of, who is privileged with this position of power and thinking about how my responsibilities and coming from, from the left, you know, for, for years, just feeling how, how I have failed um, to do the work that needs to be done. To try to heal, you know, this world that I'm living in. So, um, it was a sense of uh, needing to listen uh, again and again and again and again, and and then and then act.
0: Why do you feel responsible?
1: I think I feel responsible as a human being connected to other human beings, and as a, a person that is listened to by other people. Simply that.
0: Your way of communicating is through your voice and your singing, has that been uh, since your up is that your upbringing?
1: It kind of was. yeah. I mean we we sang together as uh, as a Vermont family, you know, folk music was was part of the deal, and choral music was part of the deal, and um, so we had a a real sense of um, gathering through songs that was part of the socializing.
0: When did so, you realize that music was going to be this important in your life?
1: Early. It was early. And I think it was because we, I also grew up on a farm. My parents were back to the Landers, and there was just always so much work to be done. And you, I could get out of it a little bit more when I, when I was doing music.
0: <laughs> Do you have uh, a, a family that also sings?
1: I don't. I don't personally have a family. I kind of went full bore on the, the nomadic and the um, giving myself and my partner is the same. My partner's Seamus Egan of Solace. And uh, we both sort of decided, yeah, we're not going to bring more, more little ones into the world, even though we both enjoy them. Um, and so, yeah, the music the songs, whatever, those are sort of the babies and and the relationships that come from from the music.
0: One of the things that strikes me about reading about you is that how many projects you are involved in. You are involved with Solus, which is an Irish band primarily, mm-hmm. uh, Tune Yards, which I'm not familiar with, uh, mm. voc- vocal? Is, is Voco,
1: is that? yeah, Voco has just been my kind of ongoing project with various singers, a, way, a vehicle for me to write through. Uh, it's usually like between three and five voices singing in harmony close harmony
0: also uh, the uh, a Laura Nero reimagined project mm, as well yeah. as uh, Jamie Lom, uh, J- Jamie um, the, the Stones-Lomax. Jamie Stones Lomax project yeah How, what do you are you are you involved in anything else
1: <laughs> well I do I actually have a whole other world which is um, that I'm a choral composer and I write um, I get commissioned to write music for lots of people. So and I ran I run a publishing business um, and that's sort of half of my life that that fulfills the the sort of deepest dream, which is to have other people singing my music that's me getting to look out um, you know send my music out and and see what happens not not that it's played on the radio as so much, but it's but it's sung by people all over the world in choral settings and and both and that and that kind of encompasses community uh, groups and Professional groups and lots of universities and high schools and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, lots of different uh, places where that gets to, to live its own life.
0: Maura Smiley is on the line. Her new album is called Inner Voices. Speaking about uh, traveling the world, tell me the story behind Bello.
1: Mm, oh, thank you for asking about Bello. So, that was a trip that I made with the ensemble Kitka. Kitka is a Bay Area based. Uh, world music ensemble singing uh, the music of the of Eastern Europe. So we went to Ukraine to to learn these particular songs sung in the summertime, at this festival, uh, called in in Russia it's called the Ivan Kupala. But in in Ukraine there were also legends of the Rysalka in there, and the Rysalka are these spirits, you know. And the and the and thinking was that the spirits are much closer at that time of year, um, and also at the darkest time of year. And so in, uh, in in learning some of these old songs from mostly older women, um, they would say to us, firstly, you sing too much harmony, you Americans. You should sing in unison because there's a power there and that some songs do have the power to, to communicate to the ancestors. And, and it's better if you have good relationships with the ancestors, then you can actually affect change in the future, right? Because they're sort of with you. And so I loved this idea of um, I remember this one woman sort of gesturing to the horizon as if the songs could cut through and lift the veil, you know. And and I thought of that, unzipping the horizon with, with singing. So that was the, the setting for this song.
0: Here is Maura Smiley from her new album, In Our Voices, Bellow.
2: Now. And did the world beat me down? Because back then I sang hard, I sang proud. But where are the edges now? Ukrainian summer before the revolution. I sat at the knees of the grandmother. Her daughter told me we could lift the veil between the world. feast the short night singing to the dead so they'd bless the crop bless the young bless the year belongs unzip the horizon with our voices sometime anytime you want Voice. So many people did not have that choice She told me the power of song was in the unison She gathered her friends all around her And they pierced the sky with her nod. One melody from many voices And from then till now I remember When the year is flat and full of shadows Singing to the dead so they'll bless the crop, bless the young, bless the young.
0: brand new from Maura Smiley her new album is called Inner Voices i imagine you feel a great connection with people when you sing with them
1: i do absolutely i feel i i am both a a classic introvert so i have a lot of <laughs> fear of other people and a need to sort of retreat and go into my to my creating and, and alone time. And then I have this um, the biggest joy and uh, possible in making music next to somebody and and also looking into their face and seeing music and seeing yes and yes and yes.
0: And for some reason I'm compelled to ask you you're involved with so many projects. It, it It's all seems like folk music related. Was there any? Yeah. Was there any uh, interest in you pursuing pop music?
1: You know, so the Tune Yards is probably the closest that I'm getting. I just actually got back day before yesterday from California, uh, which was the first kind of real during the pandemic gig that I had. With with Tune Yards, you should check out some of their music. They, you know, are far more popular than than uh, anything else that I've done. I I actually was talking to my sister about this very idea of like why do you choose to do your music in sort of the hinterlands you know <laughs> why don't you just use your talents and try to try to reach people you know in a normal way <laughs> and I I just I just I do what what comes through me and I think that there's an interest for me in always being a a little bit in the state of surprise about what harmony is going to go next or what crooked rhythm uh, makes my, makes me grin. And so I think folk music has been a way for me to step away from like the, the tyranny of competition and this idea that there's only one way to do something, that there's a, there's the right way and the best way. I grew up a classical musician. And so I was inculcated with this idea that, you know, you just have to be the technically the best. And there is a best that somebody else knows, and you may not know it. <laughs> so I didn't like that. So the Lomax idea, you know, I'm definitely that—the uh, idea that all music is equal, you know, all all expression is sort of this on the same level playing field. Um, I I love that very much.
0: Morris Smiley's on the line. I'm going to play another song. I'm not really clear if this song is on the album, but. Well is hallelujah hallelujah on in our voices?
1: So this old shape notes song um is not on officially on the album it's an it's a bonus track and I released it in the winter time for that purpose.
0: Is it safe to say that the shape note style this is like one of the oldest styles you're yeah. singing?
1: Mhm for sure I think it's the uh, I think it's the oldest song although O oh, Susanna is, was probably written about the same time. Uh, and but Hallelujah is from that shape note singing style, um, four part harmony. You sing the shapes, you sing the solfege first, uh, and then I sort of break down the the arrangement a little bit to sort of start out with a solo, sort of bring back some of the solo folk way of singing some of these lines, and then we bring it into this more, I guess, choral. Format.
0: Is this an original song, or is this an old...
1: no? This is well. This was written by William Walker. So, um, but in the eighteen fifties, it's always been a favorite of mine because I grew up singing that style of music.
0: You you yeah. grew up singing. Is is this in church?
1: No, actually, it was up here a, a kind of a folk revival uh, here in in the North because the tradition started out in New England, of course, and then moved south and then stayed living, stayed as a living tradition in the churches across the south. but in in New England they're, they're left behind all these songbooks and all these kind of unusual this body of unusual music that got kind of rejected and put into the into the the junk heap of history. And so there were people around me, adults when I was a kid who were discovering these old songs.
0: Let's hear the shape, note, style of Morris Smiley. Here's Hallelujah.
2: life for friends away. But let me find them all again in that
3: eternal day. And I'll sing hallelujah Seas are passed away And the all rolling skies And I'll sing hallelujah And you'll sing hallelujah And we'll all sing hallelujah When we arrive at home so la, la, la so la so so so, 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 la la so, 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 la la, la, l- la, la, la la, so, la so, sola so, so, so,
0: Hallelujah for more smiley. That's that's it. Still sounds very unusual. The shape yeah. note singing. But what what I enjoy about it, it, it it's very inviting. It's like anybody could just join in and and add your own part to it.
1: It's a really good way of putting it. it. It is what it is. It's um it's not supposed to be um it's not elitist in any way. You know, it's it's this it's a it's a way of singing with it's very much a singing with you not singing at you kind of style
0: is it safe to say it's a very uh, anglo style of singing
1: mm. yeah i would say it is safe to say that um it co- certainly comes from this tradition over in england called the west gallery tradition where you'd have you know music had its almost like its own place in the in the service and in the in the building and so there was this sense of Um, Being able to have sacred music outside the church Which is certainly how it started And is still done That you're doing these singings Outside or or, You know, not on a Sunday morning So it was this kind of sense of The mixing of of a secular setting With these sacred texts
0: How is that singing different than The African American style of singing?
1: Uh, It's much more prescribed There's no uh, Soloing uh, the, rhythmic, the rhythm is very sort of squared and um, uh, agreed upon. And and, um, and it's got this, there is a raucous quality to some of it that I really love. Yeah, I'd say the, the main th- difference is that it's prescribed. It's less improvisational. It's less um, groove. In a way, I find it a little less inviting and a little bit more scary <laughs> than uh, than a gospel song. Um, the, one of the, the magic things that, that black music has, has done in this country is that it's that despite all the horrific things that happen around the, the creators, the, the people that are singing that, they say, come in. Come in anyway, you know, and what a gift that has been. Here's, here's the rhythm. Here's how to stay in your body. Those kinds of things um, are an incredible gift to us.
0: Do you remember the first time you were introduced to the black gospel style of singing?
1: I think it was it was early fairly early the first time was was through Georgia Sea Islands music by listening to Bessie Jones and and um the recordings that uh, Alan Lomax made of of her and that was my first exposure. So things like turtle dove drooped his wings Dun drooped his wings were my first exposure, you know, really early stuff.
0: Maura Smiley is on the line. Her new album is called In Our Voices. Well let me play another song. Standing in the River. What is that about?
1: Stand in that River is actually to join the the old folk hymns, you know, those healing songs, the things, the songs that are meant to just make us feel a bit better.
0: Stand in that river. Here's Maura Smiley.
3: To my river, but my river was...
2: down water down on that water
3: flow when you stand in that river angels sing in your head secrets beyond every word. to the great water, where soon my people will go, come and stand in that river, current, gentle and slow, send your troubles down, water down. When you stand you. troubles and water, down on that water flow. Come and stand in that river, current gentle and slow. Send your troubles down
0: that river from Morris smiley's new album in our voices now the album was supposed to be released about a year ago right and it's 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 coming out next week now
1: right it's coming out next week february 19th um it was recorded a year ago and it was going to be released i actually wasn't going to make a big fuss of it but it was recorded in mobile alabama uh in march and so it was going to be released earlier than this for sure but um but you know, pandemic times changed everything.
0: What I find interesting is that it, it, this was the album was going to come out before the Black Lives Matter movement really took force. But it seems like you're a very political writer. Where, where did that, where did those roots come from?
1: Mm. I mean, I I would credit folk music, you know, and shows like yours, Michael, that are a continuation of this. Sense of hope that we can change things. I have enough naivete and um, and personal will to (laughs) keep writing about how we can, how how I hope that I can be part of making the world around me feel more just. You know, and so I guess that's that's it. And I I think it's really just quite a personal thing. I grew up with some some sort of stormy right. There was there was there was some storms in my own personal life that made me aware of how that was going on outside. You know, that was from an early age. And so I think that's probably why it ended up not only just the awareness from shows like yours, the folk music movement, but also that sense that um, violence can be done and needs to be sort of understood and and worked against in order for us to live well together. That's the impetus.
0: Do you feel as if you're making an impact?
1: I would say I don't feel such an impact in, in the folk music world, you know, today as I'm sitting here, but I would say I, in, in the choral music world, which is this sort of silent world that doesn't get a lot of press, yes, I would say that um, some of, some of those thoughts that I'm having are, are spreading through this, through, through these young singers that are, and older, older singers too.
0: What what do you mean by the the choral music world what is that world
1: That world is every university has a music department and they have a chorus or may, may, maybe many every high school chorus every elementary school singing program uh, your community choruses there, Florida actually has a lot of I've, my music is done there a lot. The University of South Florida or University of Florida in Tallahassee has a very strong program, and so there every year you know many many students graduating um, in the choral arts, and those people are spread out throughout the world, and they're leading community choirs, school choirs, and professional choirs, and I and my music is is out there in those worlds um, pretty consistently.
0: Is that where your formal education is?
1: I was actually a pianist, but um, uh, that was my classical training. But then I did switch to voice, so yeah, I guess it it has become that. And then the composing just kind of came out of that, yeah.
0: What is it about choral music that attracts you?
1: I think it's that uh, the ability for us to be in unity when, when the world is, feels pretty confusing.
0: So the choral music is more, more so the singing together,
1: singing together, yeah, and that idea that it's somewhat egoless, you know, and that good music, with, you know, with other people, um, has this humility in the center of it. That's Being important.
0: egoless, I mean, I'm, I was kind of surprised to see that you've, you have a long career, but your first solo album only came out a few years ago, because you get kind yeah. of, do you get. I guess because you were so egoless, you're lost in the course.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I put, an, I put an album out in 20, what was it, 2005. It was called Rua. It was just a little sort of, I like the album still. It's a sweet album of um, my music and Appalachian songs and Irish songs. Yeah, I've never been that drawn to push me as a personality out there so much, except except through, mostly through other voices joining me.
0: Has that changed?
1: I do like the having been asked to sing, you know, be the singer in a band definitely gives you a sense of the freedom that comes from being the one singer and the depth of impact. And you realize also, you know, I'm, I'm releasing an acapella album. This has people don't know what to do with acapella. They do know what to do with a solo singer. So as far as sort of getting uh, it out into the world and through media, I think I understand the impact now more of solo singing.
0: Is that a new project, your a cappella album?
1: I mean, that's this, In Our Voices. That's it, this.
0: That's what Voco is yeah. a- as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not that I'm egoless. <laughs> Far from it. But it's but it's that it's sometimes easier to talk about the we than it is about, about me.
0: It's It's such a powerful... Thing, hearing voices sing together. It's, it's like I know, I know uh, you've worked with uh, some member, a member of Sweet Honey and the Rock.
1: I think you're referring to Isai Barnwell, and she's uh, an amazing composer who has continued to, you know, make waves in various worlds. And it was through her, her songs, that there was this sense uh, that you could. Do this and, and create communities around you wherever you go, wherever in the world you go. And I think my, my voice had, or the sense of, of my voice being a gathering tool was from her. I mean, it, she was a huge influence um, in that way. Sweet Honey in the Rock also.
0: Morris Smiley is on the line. Her new album is called In Our Voices. I'll finish up with one more song, but before I finish up with it, was there an overall theme or a message that you wanted to put all, put across within our voices?
1: Mm, thanks for asking. I think the theme is um, listen well. I guess the power of uh, of your ears, as well as your voice, you know, is is so important to me because we are all in information silos, and I don't I don't call all those information silos equal there's lots more disinformation in some of those silos, but still we are, we've become more and more unaware of one another. And so we have to work that much harder to jump over and understand somebody else's perspective.
0: Tell me about Dressed in Yellow.
1: Dressed in Yellow is a very personal song. Um, It's about the violence in my own family. And it was a dream that I had where I met my father and one of those once or twice in a lifetime. And, and it's, a, it's a story of forgiveness and laughter.
0: Morris, Smiley, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you.